It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap, and now my favorite part of the show, where I try to guess what is in Tim's background. I mean, other than the bad education, whatever that led him to be a tinfoil <laughs> hat. But, um, no, I, I'm going to say it's a blurry picture of Marla Maples, and we're going to guess whether she's our type. Uh, so uh, <laughs> am I right about that, Tim? Uh, you are very wrong. Oh, OK. I'm going to probably have to I'm going to probably have to tell you what this is. Oh, let's see. It looks is what some kind of building. Oh, it's, it's, yep. it's, it's a school. Yep. What what it, something Lake High School? I can't read the whole Hidden thing. Hidden Lakes Academy in Delonga, Georgia. In Delonga, Georgia, um, is that uh, where there was a Jim Crow uh, 3.0 and people weren't allowed to vote? Uh, in, no, uh, it was it uh, was Harlan Crow. Oh, really? <laughs> that was, that's okay. a school. That's a school where Har uh, uh, where Harlan sent uh, Clarence Thomas's foster child. Right, right. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. I mean, it's, it's good to see some people on Thomas's side here because, I mean, it was all one sided before. But, uh, you know, just uh, it. And, and of course, I mean, the double standard is unbelievable. Somebody was even saying that they'd be willing to sacrifice Sotomayor because she's she's got conflicts all up and down, you know, and she they'd be willing three, to sacrifice she, her. She took $3 million from HarperCollins books while the HarperCollins had cases in front of the court. So, yeah, I mean, so there's that. Uh, right. So, <laughs> and you've got and you've got two justices that have strong ties to Harvard. One of them so much that uh, it uh, uh, recused itself. Oh, okay. I, I can't. I can't say her because she doesn't know what a woman is. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and and of course, RBG. I mean, the the sainted RBG. I mean, didn't her husband's firm have uh, have cases before the court? I, it's just, it's 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 ludicrous. And uh, uh, yeah, but we'll we'll we'll, re we'll revisit that in a little bit. Um, meantime, at the top of the uh, the topic sheet right here, it. Uh, there's there's Joe Biden uh, apparently was using a cheat sheet for his press conferences like he had the first question rigged. Remember, uh, there was a debate, uh, I think, in the Clinton. Was it the Clinton one where the moderator gave Clinton the, <laughs> the questions? I mean, can't these people uh -huh. Answer. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, what was her name? Somebody for Siv from CNN. Uh, 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 Christian Anandapur. Christian Anandapur. Oh, Christian Anandapur. Yeah, right. Uh, gave uh, gave Hillary all the questions that she was going to ask there. In yeah, the, the debate. Yeah. Or was it? No, no, no. You know what it was? It was Donna no, Brazil. Was it Donna Brazil? Could have been. I right. think okay. what Christian Anandapur yeah. did was she uh, it was either her or somebody else. Her rendition of what happened in the Rose Garden was absolutely wrong and Mitt Romney allowed her to get away with it. But yeah, hey, great debate the uh, gas of the past. Didn't we do uh, didn't we do the Biden questions last week? I you know what? Now I'm having deja vu. Maybe maybe we I did. Think, I, I, think, I don't I know. Um so I think we did. I think I think we need to put you put your questions on cards. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now I mean but what would be so surprising about a known plagiarist resorting to that kind of thing as well. I mean, is it, 
It would shock yeah. me if he didn't have the whole thing rigged. <laughs> uh, and he should have Hunter sleeping at a cot next to him uh, and, and helping him with his answers. Uh, Hunter's necessary. in Arkansas. Did you see that? He actually they actually got him to leave the White House, got him oh. to leave the White House basement. It's, well, he uh, did sleep in the same room with him in Ireland, which would led somebody to believe that they didn't trust Biden to be able to sleep alone. Uh, so that he no, I think to, Secret yeah. Service wanted them both locked in together. Oh, okay, <laughs> for different All right. reasons. <laughs> All right. So, um, what another? Now they know this story didn't happen the week before last, so uh, it's almost uh, current. But I mean, I just love that. Well, for, first off, you know this whole border uh, patrol thing is kind of a mirage. These guys, what what is it called? The chair force where they just, they're just administrators going down to the board border. They're not really, uh, they're not really no work, no troops. show jobs. Yeah. They're, well, right. They're not really troops. And we'll get to the comed uh, case in, in, in a second, but, um, the, yeah, the, uh, and then, and then of course, um, we've got the Chicago story where there's like been a tenfold surge in, in, in so-called migrants coming here. And uh, the and the police stations can't hold them. Uh, well, first of all, why don't we just have the Chinese open up a police station uh, and they could they could uh, take care of them. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, I'd like yeah, to tell it's, a, yeah. it's amazing. You uh, you you could make yourself a sanctuary city. Next thing you know, people show up looking for sanctuary. Yeah. I mean, I would tell Lori Lightfoot. Lightfoot, if they come, you will build them uh, for, for, these, for these people. I, I, um but I think was that the New York mayor uh, Adams uh, made the point. It seems like Greg Abbott is sending all these people to uh, cities run by black mayors. Well, sorry, uh, you know that you're you're welcoming these people. But here's another here's another problem. I there's think a, there's a trivia there's a trivia question for you. Name a city a sanctuary yeah. city not run by a black mayor. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, so, oh, oh, you know, it could have been Paul Vallis because we still would have been a sanctuary city if Paul Vallis had just gotten a few thousand more votes. The um, but these migrants are, apparently are given a choice of where they want, want to go. So it's not it's not that like, they're automatically sent to Chicago and New York, but they're uh, they get a choice. And uh, apparently uh, the Democrats don't like the choices that the uh, undocumented is Martha's Vineyard is Martha's Vineyard no longer on not, that. Uh, uh, it's checklist? not run by a black person. So uh, you, you can't go there, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah. And, you know, the whole immigration problem, I didn't even realize this, you know, because I always thought one of the great answers to immigration, to illegal immigration, was that we'd have E-Verify. But apparently, get, correct me if I'm wrong about this, that GOP farmers don't want E-Verify. <laughs> apparently they want their their uh grapes of wrath uh, 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 uh people uh, working uh, working for them i yeah i mean does that sound right to you that the, the the gop is there's a whole segment of the gop that uh is giving us a well, hard well, time about well, clamping down on immigration a, yeah it's not just farmers it's it's the chamber of commerce right it, it, it's because that involves restaurants and uh, right you know all, yeah. all these sorts of things where uh where if you're if if you're not a citizen you can you can work at McDonald's when you're ten, yeah. Well, then of course there's the whole you know the whole thing about uh, you know all these kids that were working because 
you know, the Democrats yeah. are traditionally against uh, uh, child labor, but <laughs> you got uh, all these all these kids working at. Uh, well, you got to pay back McDonald's. the cartel somehow. They don't. Yeah. Uh, they no, don't, I, they uh, don't get you across that border for free, Bruce. No, that's that's true. You got me <laughs> on that one. So uh, as, as we uh, alluded to before, the um, uh, people working for nothing or doing nothing. Uh, next batter, Mike Madigan. After that ComEd uh, 4 trial, uh, were you surprised by the verdict? I wasn't following it every single day, but um, I mean, to be it, honest, I'm not I'm not following it at all. I, okay. I, I don't even know. I don't even know if these were ComEd employees or government employees or both. Well, you know, they have lobbyists and, uh, you know, this Ann Premagiori, Giori or whatever is uh, used to be the head of ComEd. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, when you read it, some of the details you know it sounds like well this is just business as usual you know you gotta you gotta get some influence for the legislation but but apparently you can't um hire people to do nothing uh so uh why uh, i don't know i don't <laughs> Tell know that the chicago teachers union yeah right it seems the chicago <laughs> way uh i so it was a little bit shocking a- to me Here's a trivia point. Yeah. The uh, uh, did you know that uh, Bill Ayers' dad was once CEO for Comet? Yes, I actually did know that. That's why. Uh, that's why know, Bill that, Ayers is is teaching at uh, University of Chicago rather than sitting in prison. Oh, I, well, I, or is he at L- University of Illinois Chicago? I, I think he's. Is that where Bill Ayers is? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, oh yeah, I mean, and you kind of have sympathy for Bill Ayers because. What do you do after your dad was like the head of a you know major utility? I mean, you got to go radical. There's there's no way all these to... all these radicals, all these antifa. Oh, they yeah. all have they all have uh, upper middle class. No, terms. it's uh, it reminds me very much of um, uh, the uh, literary critic uh, uh, Auerbach, Eric Auerbach, who wrote uh, Mimesis, and it was all about. I think the first chapter of that is all about the difference between the Judeo Christian view of of uh of life and the greek uh view uh the greeks were uh, very cyclical uh and and you, nobody expected telemachus to be better than odysseus not at all and you know you weren't supposed to be better than your father but in the judeo-christian line it's you know the father sets things up so that the kid can be better and you know we stand on the shoulders of giants and things like that so you know i just blame uh our uh, Judeo-Christian way of life for, for Bill Ayers. Uh, and so he's, as far as I'm concerned, I, you know, he's, he's got a pass uh, for being a terrorist. So uh, yeah. What a, a what good, a piece of he's crap. He's a good terrorist though. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, right. You know, what a, what a good, I don't know. I mean, and all these guys that Bernadette Dorn, uh, you know, they she, didn't, she wind up as like a Northwestern law professor, uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, that's, that's what we do. We, that's what I think. That's what I think. That's what I think we should do with the terrorists of January 6th. I think they should all be punished with tenure. <laughs> there we go. Well, I guess the proud boys were found guilty of sedition. I, that's one I did not follow, uh, very much, but, um, in any event, all right. Uh, you're not going to have another thing behind a different thing behind your, uh, uh, visage uh, next segment. So there goes all my no. fun for today. But uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to have Rhino versus MAGA. Oh, yeah, the debate that everybody loves. Bruce Wolf, Tim uh. Slagle on the weekly wrap. Donald. 
Donald Trump's accuser is back on the stand today, facing more intense cross-examination over her claim that Trump raped her in the Bergdorf Goodman department store dressing room nearly three decades ago. Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, pointed out that she's accused other men of sexual assault in the past, but only brought a court case against Donald Trump. He also grilled Carol on her many media appearances and said that she never seemed to get emotional talking about the alleged encounter with Trump in Bergdorf's until she was on the witness stand. She cried in court, and that might have left a very powerful impression for the jury. They may have been moved by it. And he's trying to, it seems, call that into question. Takapina also referred to a 2012 episode of Law & Order SVU about a man fantasizing about raping a woman at Bergdorf Goodman. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And, uh, yeah, we should, we should have one of our debates right now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it is. It is time for Rhino versus MAGA or MAGA versus oh. Rhino. Well, is it a home game for me? I, I'm not really sure. So uh, it, today's debate, the Trump rape trial. Actually, it's uh, technically it's uh, battery because this isn't a criminal case. It's a civil case. But yeah, it, it, it's uh, rape that, that's been alleged. Oh, really? So, I, I, I was not aware. You cannot you cannot uh, sue somebody for raping you. Well, yeah, yeah. But I, for some reason, it comes under the the tort of battery. But yeah, yeah, huh. yeah, you can. I mean, that's those are the facts that are being alleged. So um, and of course, you know, this has to go along uh, on a on ideological grounds. It can't be a factual question. <laughs> You've got to be if you if you like Trump or you don't like Trump. That's how you view it. So we will let Tim uh, begin uh, so that I can uh, give the James Jackson Kilpatrick uh, rejoinder uh, once he's done with the presentation of his case. Go ahead, Tim. Well, first of all, I find it really interesting that you can't sue anyone under the under the charge of rape. I guess that's because uh, uh, in a in a tort case, only the attorneys are allowed to to rape. <laughs> like Secondly, I say, you can, the facts can be rape. I, I think it just comes under battery. It's just a you know a designation. Secondly, go ahead. secondly, the big thing, and this is funny because I watch a Weekly World News with uh, uh, David Muir every single night. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, over dinner it's a it's a diet attempt I'm, I'm hoping i can lose weight by having to watch david muir while i eat and <laughs> okay. uh every single night they show that one thing they show that picture they say uh, trump said she's not my type but yet when showed a picture in discovery he pointed at her and said that looks like marla maples Right. And, right. Uh, and they, every night, every single night that same point and all i can think is well you know it if you're actually uh, 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 going to cheat on your wife, uh, why would you cheat on some on, your, uh, on with with someone that looks exactly like your wife? You, you know, it seems to me you're going to go for a little variety. So, so my guess is uh, Marla Maples at that point was not his type. So, so yeah. I, I I don't see how that's damaging to the defendant in the in in that instance. And uh, uh, finally, finally, before sure. before you before you yeah. filibuster the rest of the segment, yeah. Um, <laughs> finally, I want to say I think something happened in that dressing room. I I don't uh, uh, I don't think that you know that that might be out of uh, bounds, but uh, you know it it 
seems to me it shouldn't take 30 years to figure out it was rape rather than uh, uh, voluntary. Uh, you know, her little her little Fifty Shades of Grey moment where the uh, rich man gave her some underwear or go in here and try them on. And then second later, hey, honey, it, it uh, you know, and it also seems to me also seems to me that she would know whether it was 30, 31, 32, maybe 29 years ago. It seems to me that she she should be able to pinpoint it with a little more specificity uh tim you insolent slut uh so <laughs> <laughs> the um well, it, i note that a manhattan jury has found that ed sheeran's uh, hit thinking out loud did not infringe on the copyright of the classic marvin gay song let's get it on so we'll find out if a manhattan jury uh next week uh, doesn't uh, believe that uh, ms carroll uh infringed on the copyright of law and order suv uh with the idea of that story since it was uh, very similar to that and uh whether trump said let's get it on or not is uh, another factual question it's interesting that you mentioned that you did think that something happened in that dressing room. The problem is this isn't a consent case. This isn't a heat classic. He said, she said he's denying that he even knows her or ever met her. And, um, and one of the problems is, is that, and I wasn't in the courtroom, but you know, I read some of the descriptions. She goes into detail on meeting him at Bergdorf Goodman. And you know, that, and he says, Oh, you're that, advice lady or something like that I mean, even conversation all this kind of stuff uh th- there's all these little details which which do resonate as if there was a meeting now trump could have admitted oh yeah that happened but he he isn't he's saying i well, i've never met this woman in, in my life so the problem is is that that is going to be in her favor in addition she did have a, a, a couple of people that she contemporaneously told about this. So it's not like it's from nowhere. But I I admit, you know, it there are problems because, you know, my my big problem is the one fact that, you know, I'm, I'm wrestling with is that she went, kept going back to Bergdorf Goodman like 23 times to shop. <laughs> and I don't know if you'd go to shop at the place where you got raped, um, but you know the other but thing did she try did she try on clothes i think that would be the thing did okay. she try on clothes while she was shopping right it's, right you know, she wouldn't do i all could that see she... that she wouldn't and uh uh yeah you try to yeah, yeah. go to the dress dressing I, room again you yeah. know but but the it, other things they, they, they said that she oh she admitted that she loved the show the apprentice but she then she qualified she said she didn't like the part that trump was was doing she liked the contestants <laughs> and she knew a couple of the contestants so yeah i think she had some answers for you know the the cross examination, but um, I mean she was even asked. Uh, apparently, CBS's boss Les Moonves, uh, you know, uh, who was fired uh, for sexual uh, harassment, more than harassment, uh, sexual assault, I think. Um, uh, apparently, uh, attacked her, and she never complained about him and wasn't suing him. And and her answer for that was well. He, he he groped me. So that's different from rape. And secondly, he didn't grind her face in it by by denying this. So it, it part of this that she's coming forward and she's also got the defamation case as well with this. That's uh, you know twinned with this is that Trump denied the whole thing. So she so she then sued. But, yeah, I mean, there's problems with this. Um, well, of course, you know. of course, he's going to deny it, because in the era of uh, me, too, 
uh, she wanted it is no longer a, a viable defense. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, well, I, the, the problem is, I mean, I, it, you could have a you could have made out a consent case. Possibly they were flirting with each other. They go up. What, what was this underwear that he was buying or something? I mean, you know, so that's already has a sexual connotation. Uh, and, you know, I'm a celebrity. You're a celebrity. I Look, I think. I mean, you know, the whole idea, this whole thing about who's my type. I mean, what's the type for a rapist? I, seriously. I mean, come on. Not my type. I mean, I love I love uh, how brazen Trump is, because even at this deposition, he told the opposing attorney, you're not my type either. So, I mean, and he says it matter of factly. So, you know, I think Trump may be convicted for being a sleazebag. Uh, but, uh, you know, but but we'll see. And, and in any event, uh I, right now, it's it's a it's a well hung jury, I would say. And that is the end of Rhino versus MAGA for uh, this week. Let's go to something else right now. So Tucker Carlson, well, at least the jury was well hung because yeah, that, uh, that's, uh, yeah, there, there we go. I don't know. I thought I got the joke out, but, you know, no, uh, no, you did. I just wanted yeah, to say that's okay. to point out, I, I point out ex- that according to uh, according to Stormy Daniels, the uh, defendant <laughs> right. is not. Yeah, there we go. So um, so Tucker Carlson, you know, there's been all these videos uh, and it sounds like Fox is leaking some of them to justify their uh, dismissal of him. But, you know, and it's almost making me side with Tucker Carlson. And you know how much I I don't like him. I mean, in one video, he's discussing his postmenopausal fans. And uh, then in another, I guess he's talking about a woman he, he finds yummy. And of course, we talked last week about how. He had used the C word to describe a woman or two in the C suites at Fox. You know, these kinds of things, you know, she was. I mean, you're I, gonna get I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that would turn off a Tucker Carlson fan that would oh, actually nothing. make it oh, say well, nothing. I mean, Tucker Carlson fans like to be lied to. But here's the here's the <laughs> thing that here's the thing that I thought. Was I it, it, it's tough, it's tough to justify this. He apparently texted a producer about how he was watching a video of people fighting on the street in Washington and a, tr- a group of Trump guys. This is a quote from him surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living S out of him. It was three against one, at least jumping a guy like that is dishonorable. Obviously, it's not how white men fight emphasis added there. And then he goes on from that. And I said, I mean, come on. You, I mean, I, I don't know how you justify saying that. that that's apparently one of the reasons that they that they asked him because he's he said that he said did it's you, not did you how go on white to read, men fight. Did you go on to read the rest of the text? Yeah, I did. And he uh, 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 did you read that as well? Did you read the rest of it, or do you want me to read yeah. it for you? Okay. Yeah. What? It, are, yeah. I think I think it should be read because okay. So that after right right after he says that he says yet suddenly I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him hard or kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. Then somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. The Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, much as I'm sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. I should be bothered by it. And it goes on from there. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't want the guy to be uh be right. lynched but the, right but the so problem the, fact is, that the, the, the fact that he said that in his head that that's not how white men fight it, he despised that he said that he went on to oh, say i that thought he he, i thought i thought he just despised 
you know, that he wanted the Antifa uh, guy beat. Well, the, uh, the whole thing, up. the whole, the, the whole. He wanted thing. the whole thing about even the it's not how white men fight. That boy, you're hey, you you ought to be an attorney there because that's not how I read that. <laughs> but okay, that's, that's how that's how I read. It's like Jesse Jackson crossing the street. You know, and they go, a, oh my a, gosh, oh my gosh, I'm thinking a, just like a white man. Yeah, Tucker it, forever. It, it, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to his Rumble channel now. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, yeah, no, I I. That would be like it was all a dream, including the uh, 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 <laughs> including the. That's not how white men fight. OK, uh, yeah. OK. All right. Yeah. I, so anyway, supposedly that was one of the things. But um, uh, I mean, yeah, when th you cut it off right there, it makes them look. Yeah, it does make them look like a racist. But you got to read the whole thing. You no, I, that's why. And I did read it. the whole thing and I still look sounded. But, you know, I like I say, I'm very interesting. You, you should uh, you put these observations to good use. Why don't you get a stand-up <laughs> comedy routine? Bruce Wolf and Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. So look good, though. I've been, I've been watching and looking around all night. Y'all look good. You dress nice. You got the nice threads on. You got the jewelry glistening. Look like everybody got a little piece of that settlement money from Fox News. And that's all I have to say about that, because I'm not going to have dominion on my ass. I love dominion. Matter of fact, let me just say right now, my favorite voting machine is dominion voting machines. When I go to the polls, I make sure it is a dominion machine that I use. If your election needs the truth, put dominion in your booth. Tim Slagle on the weekly rap okay so uh chris our producer took the one funny thing from the and congratulations to him from the white house correspondence well, well actually he uh he uh he skipped the tag which happened uh, further in the show but uh, -huh. uh, uh chris probably couldn't stomach as much of the <laughs> sure. much more than that uh about uh, 15 minutes later he said yeah fox is gonna fox isn't even the big one yet smart matic that's the big one they're gonna they're gonna go after double what cat dominion got and let me say right now smartmatic is my favorite voting machine <laughs> <laughs> i always vote on a smartmatic yeah no i hey look i it's like it's good to see something anything that uh, goes against the the grain of just uh, you know oh the fawning uh attitude towards joe biden um i mean yeah, I guess uh, it was really funny it was really funny. He uh, there was later in the later in the the, the routine. He actually, uh, I don't know how he made it funny, but he listed his accomplishments, and uh, it was kind of uh, uh, student loans forgiven, Brittany Griner released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just read them out. Uh, yeah, there's uh, no problem with that. You know, the, finished his oatmeal this morning. Yeah, yeah. The um. I, I, I wish did they give Biden the treatment that, say, Don Imus gave to Clinton. You remember? You remember that? Imus embarrassed him right in front of Hillary about his sexual proclivities. I, I couldn't look sure. at it. It was it was so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, the Biden equivalent would be if this this guy, uh, you know, who we just saw was joking about how, oh, yeah, Biden slandered the guy who got into the car accident with Biden's first wife. And Biden said the guy had drunk his lunch, but he wasn't really drunk and the accident wasn't his fault. I don't know how you turn that into White House comedy uh, correspondence 
consider comedy gold, but that would have been on a par with what Imus did in the Clinton. I mean, they just let they just let Biden skate on this. I mean, and of course, and which I understand that they're Democrats. I get it. Oh, that's that's what it was. They, 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 they that was uh, I just remembered now that you said it. He said that uh, uh, he goes, he naps a lot. Joe Biden naps a lot. But boy, when he wakes up from his naps, he sure does stuff. It's uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, free Britney Griner. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all how right. It, went. it was like it's like he naps and then he comes and does great things, but he couldn't come up with uh, many great things that he. Yeah, did. right. Speaking of Britney Griner, um, whom Joe Biden traded a Russian arms dealer for to secure her freedom, she said uh, this past week that it it should be a crime, a crime. Not just some civil thing, a crime for states to prevent men from identifying as women and winning women's championships. And I'm thinking, you know, since the country had to pay a big price for her to get a home, shouldn't she just shut up and be grateful? Like to all of us, this is a controversial uh, matter at the very least. Uh, You know, know, I I would if I had to be rescued from from the Ruskies, I'd keep my mouth shut for the rest of my life. It's uh, I I every time I see Brittany Griner I I I can't believe she's not transgender. Right. I mean that's that's what a <laughs> there, lot of people. There's something there's there's something going on there. She's I understand the feet, sympathy. Seven feet she, tall and yeah. got a deeper voice than I do. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I think uh, either 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 she's uh, closeted transgender or uh, or uh, uh, maybe she was uh, uh, you know like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. There we go. Uh, and I actually, you know that I actually interviewed Jamie Lee Curtis once and uh, asked her. Did you ask her to, about that? I No, I asked her, but I still got, <laughs> you know, strange looks from her because I asked her what it was like to have her mother murdered in Psycho. So, you know, that I think that's just as tough. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, well, I understand Brittany Griner's uh, sympathy for transgenders, uh, but uh, I'm not sure. saying that she is one. So, um Meantime, that was a, that was such a horrible trade too. To that 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 oh, yeah. arms dealer for uh, you know, I'll bet you Corn Pop had got some really good baseball cards off of Joe. <laughs> oh yeah, he had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, now it reminds me when I was in second grade, I traded all my uh, baseball cards for one Nelly Fox. Uh, it was a rare card, but you know, I, I was kind of stupid then. But but I, that was second grade. All right. Uh, so, what's Biden's excuse? Um. So so Randy Weingarten, uh, it should be noted, a woman who is like the head of the National Teachers Union. I, I, I can't believe this. I actually found myself sympathizing and uh, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was uh, uh, cross examining her uh, in, in Congress. And I mean, I don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but she was basically trying to make the point that Weingarten really can't relate because she's not doesn't have any children and let's leave aside this whole Weingarten gaslighting uh the American public the last few days over uh whether the the teachers wanted to keep the schools closed she's oh no we didn't we didn't we didn't want to do that oh okay fine but anyway um so Marjorie Taylor Greene really uh averred that Weingarten can't relate and oh there was this hue and cry that oh no she is She's a mom. She's a stepmom. And Michael Steele uh, blasted uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene for implying that step a stepmother isn't a real mom. He said Jesus had a stepdad. Uh, you know who wine, 
follow this if you can. Weingarten's wife's ex-wife's children by a former husband. Those are those are the 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 kids that she's uh, the stepmother to. You want me to repeat that again? Weingarten's wife's ex-wife's children by a former husband. I think I can follow uh, an immaculate conception wow. family tree a little bit easier. <laughs> and that, wow. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's more distant than Clarence Thomas's, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, grand nephew. Yeah. I, it's just that that's really a stretch there. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you find me, uh, sympathizing with Tucker this so, week. So, and, and... So, so those are, those are, those are Randy Weingarten's kids that, that and then she, she, she pulls the, she pulls the parent, she pulls the parent yeah. card on Marjorie Taylor. Right. Green. Right. Uh, yeah. That's that, that isn't gonna, that isn't gonna fly. Uh, meantime, I was a little bit embarrassed this week because somebody tweeted the, that uh, this was the 26th anniversary of the death of Mike Royko. Um, and I just, and he died at age 64, you know, it was 26 years ago. And I, I tweeted, if he had lived, he'd be dead by now. And um, Mike Royko's son tweeted back to me and said, you nailed it, Bruce. And I, I'm thinking, <laughs> OK, oops. <laughs> I mean, I give him credit. Oh, Sam Royko uh, tweeted back to me and I, oh, oops, I, I didn't want him to really see that, uh, you know. He but, was only um, 64. Wow. Yeah, he was only 64. He lived you know, a hard life. I mean, you know, he, he seemed he seemed so much older. When it, when right. And, right. And, and now now it's uh, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't all that old. Um, hey, let's his go. His liver, back. though. His liver yeah, no, though, was he, ancient. And, and then he tried to diet and everything like that. And he and you know, he also went to the Tribune and moved to the suburbs. <laughs> you know, and he tried to do that. And. Right across the street from the billy goat. I'm sure that that contributed to his liver damage. But the thing about Royko was that he, in his later years, he was always for the little guy. Well, the little guy went from being the discriminated against minority to uh, the guy who has a store who has to fill out all those equal opportunity employment forms or whatever and is getting harassed by the government. And I remember when Roger Ebert wrote one of the uh, obituaries for Royko when he died, because it was a really big thing in Chicago. But you could tell that Ebert felt that Royko had lost his way. It was not uh, <laughs> a, a, a fulsome tribute to Mike Royko. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, that's when I started liking Royko. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, on the red carpet, every Oscars. Excuse, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Roger Ebert. Yeah, yeah, right, right, Roger right, Ebert, yeah. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Right, the common man. The common is, man. He, he's not a little guy, by he wasn't a little guy by any uh No, no, measure. no. I, I I knew him a little bit, so you know I liked him and, and Gene. Do, ooh, do we have a do we have another Bruce story? Do you have a oh, story? so many stories, but uh you know, you know, I you know I stick to just ripping Don Lemon, and you notice I haven't done that uh, this week at all. <laughs> it's a Don Lemon free week. So um uh, it's on CNN too. Yeah, <laughs> forever. So yeah, let's go back real quickly to, to to Clarence Thomas here. I think we covered it, you know, right at the beginning of the of the show. But I I didn't realize this that you know this whole house you know supposedly they didn't report the sale of. He took a loss on that house. You may have even mentioned that uh, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about it. Uh, I and, said you know, he, I said he might have. I speculated. That, yeah, that no, he, he took he took a loss on that house. Um, and uh, you know, no, as we and didn't claim the deduction. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. It should have showed but, up on his taxes if he yeah. claimed the deduction, right? You know, the, the, the thing that I was reading this piece about Thomas, I mean, he'd be an inspiration to everybody in the world if if he only had the right views. <laughs> that's that's all, because he, you know, he wrote in his uh, autobiography. He, he apparently he was very much influenced by these nuns that, uh, you know, that, that schooled him and they like they make him pray when he didn't want to. And they believed in an in equality that he couldn't see. And. Actually, wow. he was lucky. I mean, he had a hard scrabble existence. I mean, you know, you know, no, sure. no dad around or anything like that and and impoverished. Um, but in a way, he was lucky because he had these nuns and so many of these people just do not have the nuns. They don't. Uh, and and that, that can that's make- why that's why that's why he got through the Judiciary Committee, because those nuns taught him how to fight like a white guy. Exactly, Tucker. <laughs> yeah, he could. If, if he hadn't have fought, they would have hit him with that hickory stick, uh, right, right there uh, in front of the judiciary committee. Brought out Biden would have brought out the fire hoses. Oh my! Oh yeah! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I, 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 it's good to see that people are coming uh, to Clarence Thomas's defense, especially you, Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. It's kind of nervous on national TV, I know, but like, I wanted to ask, like, maybe, like, you know, you could be my girlfriend. Well, Brad, I have to tell you, I'm a man. I'll try anything once. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Yeah, Jerry Springer. I guess he died before our last show, but uh, uh, um, I actually... (laughs) And I, 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 I tweeted, uh, if Ed Burke weren't alive, he'd be rolling over in his grave right now, uh, given the praise for, for Jerry Springer by the Museum of Broadcast Communications, because Ed Burke actually had uh, committee hearings uh, it, it, to try to get Springer shut down because he wasn't uh, trying to get a TV show shut down in Chicago. <laughs> was I wonder if I wonder if Carol Marine and Ron Majors did a toast, uh, you know, uh, on his on his departure. You know, what was funny was uh, I was always on Springer's side uh, over the whole Ron Majors, Carol Marine thing, um, because Springer, all he wanted to do was some give, give some commentary. And these great uh, stall, First Amendment stalwarts, Ron Majors and Carol Marine, didn't even <laughs> want to hear what he had to say. They they were afraid that he'd come out, you know, with and, and hit somebody with a folding chair. A speak. <laughs> Speaking of which, I hear that Geraldo was not going to be on the five anymore on Fox. Uh, and he's a guy, you know, used to referee people well, with folding chairs back in the day. With 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 Bongino gone, who needs a punching bag? huh? <laughs> right. I you know, uh, and uh, this just came in while we were uh, uh, doing this. So maybe there'll be more news uh, out of Fox, more leakage uh, from Fox. Maybe he's headed he's headed back to the. He's headed back to the vault. Yeah, right. Or, you know, he texted at some point that uh, this is not how a, a, a Jewish man who pretends to be Hispanic fights. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, but um, in any event, no, I just a quick thing about Jerry Springer was um, 
he actually did a great favor for me once. Did I mention this at all? I can't remember. I've told this story so many times. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. He says, it's time now for what a Bruce's stories. I'll try to make it real quick. But um, (laughs) there there was uh, these celebrity boxing matches on Fox nationally and locally. We wanted to imitate that somehow. So my the executive producer of the Fox morning show locally, and I was on that show, wanted me to box the traffic reporter who was a woman named Sheila White. So uh, I, I I figure I can't win because if I beat her up, <laughs> I, I'm a, a, a demon. And if I lose, I, I don't never want to show my face again. So what I did was I wrote this mini musical. Uh, this little play. I even had a fight, a, a song uh, to the rocky theme i can't fight sheila white it's a she's a woman it's not right anyway so we we actually had a boxing match between me and her and jerry springer this producer that i had jock headblade was so it actually it actually went off we actually had we we take we didn't it was it was a theater it wasn't uh actual boxing Uh. we were in a boxing ring jerry springer was the referee okay and he and she knocks me out during the boxing match. By the way, I was wearing my blue blazer and boxing shorts because I always had to wear my blue blazer on TV. So she she knocks me out. And That's how I do these Zoom shows. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's count, Jerry is counting me out. The real Jerry Springer is counting me out. We go into a dream sequence because I'm, you know, I'm like Tucker. I'm dreaming about something right now. And we and, and when I. In the dream sequence, we're at the Jerry Springer studios and we really were. We shot this in the Jerry Springer studios in front of his audience. He had a show to begin in about 10 minutes, but we had about 10 minutes to shoot this stuff. And we had Jerry uh, sit, having me sit there with Sheila White, the traffic traffic reporter. And um, Jerry goes, Bruce, you have a, a confession to make to Sheila. And I said, Sheila, I, I have I want to confess I've been boxing with another another person and and she gives me a double take like oh it's the worst thing in the world from behind the curtain comes the empire carpet man he was the guy that i was boxing <laughs> oh with. my god and he goes and he starts shadow boxing and the empire actual empire carpet man and he starts shadow boxing and he goes jerry i could carpet your entire studio for fifteen hundred dollars in three days you know? <laughs> and and then um you know, and uh, I, I it was, and then the entire audience sings five eight eight two three hundred Empire. So I mean, it was just it was, <laughs> it was a great thing to do on a local yokel morning. Do you TV have a copy show. of that? That's that's wonderful. It's got to be. It's somewhere I I haven't been able to find it. Um, it, I'm oh, sure man. Fox still has it, but uh, but so I always owe Jerry Springer for that. But I was in favor of him when he. I want. I don't like prior restraint. That's near versus Minnesota for you Supreme Court fans and Ron Majors and Carol Marine and Carol. I mean, I really loved working with her at Channel five later. I mean, um, yeah, Chris couldn't find a clip online. No, that it, it wouldn't exist there. But um, boy, that's a, that's kind of like that unanswerable question, you know, is, is how long have you been beating your traffic reporter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I couldn't win on that. As a matter of fact, we did we did it. We, we did this so thoroughly that even though I sang this thing, that's a uh, Rocky theme, we actually had Wayne Mesmer, who used to sing the anthem at the Chicago stadium and at cub games. He came in and dubbed over his voice, his voice over mine. (laughs) 
to oh, do. I, we had everybody. It, it was. It was. Oh really man, funny. Siskel, Ebert, and Oprah, and you would have run the whole. Oh list no, of yeah, Chicago right. we almost had every, every. Oh, and the uh, uh, the Victory Auto Records guy. Yeah, oh, uh, sure. <laughs> That's yeah, all I love you those needed. guys too. So, um, so we were talking about uh, the the Springer clip before was uh, about this guy confessing that he's a man. Uh, I see that. Uh, what's going on with the, uh, the the U.S. Navy? What are what are they trying to do right now? This oh, just, yeah. Oh, they're actually yeah, they're actually recruiting uh, uh, with a drag queen. They're, it's uh, and my Marine buddy tells yeah. me that's nothing new for the Navy. I mean, so that song <laughs> in the Navy by the Village People was uh, not <laughs> sure. a stretch. That's, sure. It's uh, the first time. Yeah, it's it's the first time that uh, the 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 uh, uh, sailor has actually been in drag, um, not crossing the equator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have been in the chorus dressed up like uh, one of those gay Navy guys singing. There ain't nothing like a dame <laughs> in South Pacific. <laughs> There ain't nothing like a dame. Oh, yeah. Right. Sure. OK. First of all, it's a South Pacific. You'll get whatever you can. Not everybody's going to get the belly high girl. Uh, all right. Yeah. OK. So uh, moving right along here. Hey, speaking of shows, how do you like Mariah Carey being nominated for a Tony for Some Legged Hot, which I guess they turned into a musical. That's one of my I love that movie in the Billy Wilder I, movie. I, I did not. I knew that there was a play. I did yeah. not know it was Mariah Carey. Yeah, I didn't is, know uh, it either. And I didn't know. I don't know what any of the songs are. I mean, I like the songs that Marilyn Monroe so she's, sing. Yeah. So she's probably doing the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I, I, would, I would think so, unless you know what she in, in today's world, she could be doing the Jack Lemon role uh, <laughs> and Joey Brown kisses her at the end. And she says, I'm really a man. And it, and he says, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Hamilton casting. Right. Um, yes, I, I you didn't happen to see because you're the the stand up comedy expert here. You didn't happen to see this uh, special by this Alex Borston, uh, who's you, you, you are watching Mrs. Maisel and she's uh, yeah. the one who plays Susie Meyerson, the, you know, the squat little agent, the oh, okay. uh, tough gal. Okay. She had a stand up special that was on Amazon Prime. You didn't see it, did you? I did not. All right. So let me rip it for you. Uh, and then you could react. To... <laughs> I mean, she's also the voice of Lois on uh, on Family, uh, Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. And you know, she's very talented. And th but this special, maybe it was 60 minutes. It felt like 90. Um, oh, wow. She tried to do some, some things here and she and it was very ideological. I mean, there were there was a lot of funny stuff in it. She's got some obviously as talent or timing is, is very good. But I mean, she did one bit about Hitler's maid. OK, you know, trying to make a Holocaust mm -hmm. thing funny. And she sure. and, and uh, you know, I, I, I granted, I think, you know, that's daring, um, you know, but um, I loved Hogan's Heroes. I loved the producers. Well, the producers is one thing because the producers, at least springtime for Hitler, has had had kind of a tune and it was funny and seeing these guys goose stepping and do, like the Rockettes, you know, <laughs> it, it, that made sense. Her whole thing was about just cleaning up blood and vomit. And it wasn't the, the tune wasn't very good. And it was like, yeah, leave that stuff to Mel Brooks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then she, her closing number 
was about Christmas trees and how you get and she's Jewish, but she gets uh, Christmas when you get Christmas trees. Basically, these are trees that are dying in your house. OK, and so and she didn't think that's right or, or whatever. And and she was also she also talked about how um, uh, Christian men apparently on Christmas, they get their an, their annual present from their wife, i.e., uh, you know, mm-hmm. sure. some sexual sure. uh, favor. I always thought that was a birthday thing, but maybe it is a Christmas. No, that's thing. March. That's March 14th. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> March 14th. And it comes with a steak. OK. Go- right. Yeah. Google it. Google it. Oh, OK. I don't want to I don't want to get into it on this family. No, show, but, but, but actually what she does. Is... But Valentine's Day is for women. March 14th is for men. It's OK. A, it's an actual right. holiday. But it wasn't Christmas. And I think she did it so that she could end the whole bit by saying, fa la 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 And the thing is, is that I, the thing is, is that's a pun that I came up with 40 years ago. And I'll bet a lot of other people have come up with it, too. So, I mean, she's doing this this special. She also had some myths going on in it, too. She said, oh, complaining. It was all pro-abortion, too. But she also said, you know, and women, you know, we get... We get 70 cents on the dollar. I mean, we know that's a myth. That's a Jerry rigged statistic. And it was about as Jerry rigged as the one that she admitted making up, which was that uh, 90 percent of kids wear superhero costumes on Halloween. I actually I I, I actually uh, I hated myself, but I but I but I did a 70 percent bit. Yeah. Is that uh, uh, the only thing that uh, that Caitlyn Jenner cut off was 30 percent of her pay. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the <laughs> Weekly Wrap. And that's the Weekly Wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The Weekly Wrap with Bruce Wolf, a CP Pods production.